Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. We began to look at 2 Corinthians 5.17. The Bible says that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. The Bible says, behold, all things are become new. Now, you need to understand that God the Father did this for us because I told you in that in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 when God said, let us make man in our image. I told you that the man that God, God was talking about was not Adam. He was not the original. The original man that God was talking about was, was Christ Jesus that was about to come. Now, if you understand how Adam came into this world, you will understand how Jesus came into this world and you will understand your place also in Christ. Now, as, as, a, as a believer or as a born again or as a Christian, you need to understand that there is nothing that you lack here on this earth. Now, God has made everything available and he has deposited everything into your spirit. In fact, you are a loaded fellow with everything that you can think about. And they are already deposited in your spirit. Now, you need to, if you, if you study the book of Genesis, you will understand how God gives and how he blesses. God does not bless the body. He does not bless the soul. Everything is to the spirit. So when you study Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, I'm going to talk for a while because we're going to talk about prayer and we'll pray for a while. The Bible says that God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Now you can see there's a word there, them. And he said, let them have dominion. Now see, these are the blessings that God intended to give them. So he said, let them have dominion over the fish of the seas and over the fowls of the air and over the cattle and over the, all the earth. And over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Then in verse 26, 7 he said. So God created man in his own image. And the image. And the image of God created he, him. Male and female created he them. If you understand the principles of separation. You will understand what is happening here. But that is not why we are here. Why we are here. What I want to show you is that. When God said that let us make man in our image. He used the word bara in the, in the Hebrew. He created them. Now, spirits are created. Bodies are formed. And when the two come together, a soul becomes. A soul becomes. Now, it is like 
let me just show you. There is a battery in this microphone. Now, if I take out the battery from this microphone, the microphone has the potential to, um, to pick up sound from me and magnify it. Is that correct? But if I take the battery out, the microphone will be useless. So when God created Adam, the spirit, he deposited every energy, that is a blessing, into the spirit man, Adam. And then in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, the Bible says that, and God formed man from the dust of the earth. Now, the body had everything in it. But the body couldn't come alive until the spirit came inside. Now, the spirit is like the battery that entered into the body and the, and the, and the body came alive. The body began to smell. The body began to see. The body began to stand. Who taught Adam how to stand? He got up and stood. Now, when a man dies, it takes about three or four people to carry the body. But when the spirit of the man comes back into the body, nobody carries the body. The spirit is able to raise the body and begin to operate. You see, we understand in the book of Leviticus, the Bible says that the life of, of everyone is in the blood. But I came to announce to you there is a bigger story than that. The Bible says in the book of James, the Bible says that just as the body without the spirit is dead, your spirit is the life of the body. If there's no spirit, if your spirit gets out of you, there is still blood, but you don't come alive. But your spirit is in your body. When your spirit enters, can you see that? The Bible says when Jesus died on the cross, his blood was still in him until after some time when the blood began to mix with water. But he couldn't come alive because he had given up his spirit, the ghost. It is the spirit that makes a man a man. So God had formed Adam on the earth. But Adam had everything in, in himself, but there was nothing that was going to make him come alive. Until God breathed the spirit Adam that he had created, the original man. He now transferred him from inside of him into Adam, the nostrils of Adam. And Adam became, the Bible says, a living soul. Can you see this? Now, when he became that, go back, go back to 27. I'll show you this. 127. So, uh -huh. and then in 28, what happened? Now look at it. And God did what? Bless them. He blessed them and said unto them, Be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea. Now in verse 26, that was the intentions of God. Now when they came, he did it. When they came, he, he conferred the blessings that he had intentions of to them. So he blessed them with all these things. Verse 29. And God said, Behold, I have given, you know, all the blessings. Verse 13. And to every beast of the, he said all this one. Then in verse 31, he ended everything. And God saw that everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. When you read from verse 4, you hear that when God created something or made something, he said it was good. It was good. Now, when he got to verse 31, he said it was very good. Now, after God saying it was very good, he now handed everything over to man. Not the body man, the spirit man. Because he had already created the man who was a spirit. But the spirit could not survive in, on this earth. He didn't have, spirits don't have legitimacy on the earth. 
for a spirit to live on this earth and operate, he needs a body or a medium that has legitimacy on the earth. So God now made a body that is from the earth. And he now breathed man from inside of him into the body. And man came alive. Now when you go to chapter 2 verse 7, the Bible said that, and God formed man from the dust. Read your Bible. There is no blessing after that one. There was no blessing. And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became, became, I told you, when the body and the spirit meet, a soul becomes. A soul becomes. So the spirit became. Oh, I don't have time to get into the word became. But he became a living soul. Verse 8. And the Lord God planted the garden in the eastward. So there was, there's no blessing after this one. All the blessings that God ever gave, he gave to the spirit man. This is why Jesus came. Because I told you yesterday, when sin entered into the world through Adam, man's spirit, the spirit that received the blessing, that spirit was cut off. It was muted. The soul, that, that living soul, was crushed. It was corrupted. The body, which was the tent of the spirit, <laughs> received death, mortality, now entered it. Can you see that? I was telling you yesterday, if you have any idea, the, 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 the damage sin caused. You see the sun. This same sun is confused. The sun is confused. Ideally, you know, when, when people are ill, they'll tell them around 10 o'clock, go and stand in the sun. And for a while, what, what do you get from the sun? Vitamin D, huh? D? Okay. Which is a good thing to the body. This same sun, you stand in it after some time, you get cancer. God did not create the sun to kill a man or to impute sickness into a man. Everything he created was to be a blessing. But sin entered and scattered everything. Creation is confused. So the Bible says, I'll show you later. The Bible says that creation is awaiting their liberation unto the sons of God. And later I'll show you that not every child of God is a son. You can call yourself a son of God. But there are criteria as a son of God. But everyone is a child of God. The Bible says that, and as many as received him and believed on his name, to them he gave the right, the exousia, to become, in the Greek, you see sons of God, but the son there is children, technon, children. Can you see this? So God blessed the spirit. Where am I going with this? Now, I want you to understand that there are a lot of us who are missing out on the blessings that are already in your spirit. Because, you see, you think that God must bless your body. Anytime we talk about the fact that you are blessed, you do not accept it because you look at your surroundings and that is where you think your blessings are found. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, the Bible says, Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. The blessings have already been given. You have it. It's in your spirit. Can you see this? Now, you need to understand, just like I said, man is made of three parts. Man is a spirit that has a soul and lives in a body. The Bible calls your body tent. 2 Corinthians 5.1. Show us. 
I'm taking you somewhere so we can pray, okay? Look, it says, for we know that if our earthly what? House of this tabernacle is dissolved, we have a building of God and house made, not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Now, in other, the classic King James, you see, it says, our tent. Can you see that in your Bible? Oh, it's not in your Bible. Okay, show us, ampli show us amplified or something. Okay, he said, for we know that if our tent, can you see that? For we know that if the tent, which is our earthly home. So God calls this, you know tent, right? <laughs> Alright, so God is saying your body is a tent. And he says it is your earthly home. So once you are here on earth, there is a tent you live in. Which means you are not the tent. You are something else that lives in the tent. Can you see this? He said, if it is destroyed or dissolved, oh, thank God. The Bible says that the eternal life is indissolvable. <laughs> but this body is dissolvable. And he said, we have from God a building, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. The Bible said that the spirit of just men made perfect in heaven. They cry unto God and they said, come Lord, come Lord. Why? They are waiting for that eternal body. That eternal tent that they shall put on. Paul says that if our if our earthly body is perishes, oh, there is a new one for us. Can you see this? So instead of taking time on your body, spending time, if you know you will die, because you are not supposed to, but if you know you will die, then you are preparing yourself for termite. You know termite? They will eat your body for free. Hallelujah. Alright, now, 2 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. Thank you, Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus. Five twenty-three. Look at it. He said, "And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly." And I pray that look at it. Your whole spirit and soul and body be what preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So here, the Bible is just confirming what I'm telling you here. That man is made of three forms. A spirit has a soul and you have a body. You are not your body. You are the spirit that lives in this body. God, when, when God, all the blessings God has received, released on you, if you are born again, I cannot say God is going to bless you. There is nobody on the earth today that God is going to bless. He has already done it. The Bible calls it all blessings. Sometimes it's out of hope that we say God bless you. I, I, I think I said it yesterday. To say God bless you is to say that there is a blessing you don't have. And that is not what the scripture says. The Bible says, Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed you with all, all, all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Now, Spiritual blessing in heavenly place talks about from the from the womb of the Holy Ghost. Why? He is the work of God. He is the one that carries out the intent of the Father. <laughs> so that is what the blessings. He is the one that lavishes the blessings upon us. Can you see that? 
Now, the day you became born again and you received Jesus and the Holy Ghost came into you, he brought every blessing, the one you pray about next 20,000 years. He has already brought everything into your spirit. Everything. 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 Say, I'm blessed. Say, I am blessed. Say, I am blessed. Say, I am blessed. With all spiritual blessings. Say, with all with all all spiritual blessings so you see can I have three people come here three people quickly maybe we have to do it there okay can we, can we all see them okay now see this gentleman all of you come together this way so imagine that it is one body okay like yourself. Now, Paul is saying that you have a spirit, you have a soul, and then you have a body. So, you stand there now, and then you come here. Okay. Now, look at this. When you become born again, it is not your soul that is saved. Nothing has happened to your soul. This is your body. Nothing has happened. Nothing happens to your body. You know why? If you had a big head, the day you received Jesus, it didn't reduce in size. <laughs> if if you were if you if you, you had shorter legs or whatever, or if you are short in size, when you receive Jesus, God doesn't say, My son, I have mercy on you. No. You remain the same, is that correct? Okay. So the salvation did not take place here. Now, salvation took place in your spirit. Now, according to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, the Bible showed us how the soul and the spirit used to be when sin entered the world. When Adam, sin came through Adam, soul and the spirit looked like they were together. So, if you read the Old Testament, you realize that they interchanged spirit and soul. Okay? And they were correct. Because it looked like they were together. Now, when the word of God, the word of righteousness, the gospel of Jesus comes to you, the word of God, what it does is that it now separates the soul and the spirit. Look at it, it's there. He said, for the word of God is thick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder. What? The soul and the spirit. So if the soul and spirit were not together, there was no need for division. Can you see this? Because they were together, it had to divide. Why? So that salvation can take place from the core of man. He separated. So salvation can take place here. Now, let me, let me just tell you this. When I see this young man, and I want to prophesy to him, many a time, it is not God that speaks to my ears. It is my spirit embellished with a gift called word of knowledge. So, whatever he does, what he thinks, they all take place in his spirit. Can you see this? So, I stand before him, then I begin to search in my spirit because the Bible said that my spirit is the, is the lamp that God used to set my inward part. Then the Bible says that the Holy Ghost is the one that can teach me. 
So I begin to inquire and search within me. Then my spirit begin to pick from his spirit what is already existing. Can you see this? If you don't believe this, I can call, I can mention his name, say something about him. He can go to the fetish priest. The fetish priest has not seen him before. But the malam or the fetish priest can also call his name and tell him things about himself. Are we saying God is talking to the fetish priest? Please say it. Do you understand? What am I trying to say here? Your spirit is the core. That is where the action is. That is where everything happens. <laughs> now, with that understanding, this is where salvation took place. So when the Bible says that if any man be in Christ, he was not talking about the soul or the body. He was talking about your spirit. Now remember, in the garden, when I, Adam, when sin entered into the world through Adam, I told you that your spirit was quieted and it was cut off from God. That is what we call the glory was lost, right? Now, when Jesus came and he died, when this guy received Jesus into his heart, in other words, into his spirit, everything about him, you know the story of salvation. So this man, everything about him, all things passes away and all things become what? New. This guy, he becomes regenerated. He has never existed before. He is a new species that has never been seen ever. No, Satan doesn't even know him. I told you yesterday. See, the devil doesn't know the born again. He knows you by your words. I explained to you yesterday. It is what you say that causes the devil to have access to you. So now this guy is saved. The soul is not saved. The body is not saved. Now listen. When we preach the word of God like this, or when God is talking to you, he does not talk to your soul. He does not talk to your body. He speaks to your spirit. Why? Today, God has come to reside in your spirit. God is no more outside talking to man. God has now come to reside in the spirit. So if you are here and you want to be hearing the word, the voice of God, you will not be hearing, hello my son. You will not be hearing that like in the times of the old. God has come to, to dwell inside of you. He speaks from within. So now see, everything is received by this guy, the spirit. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, from verse 12, the Bible says that spiritual things are, he said, um, for we have not received the spirit that is of this world but the spirit that is of God that we might know all the things that are look at it all the things that are what did you see that all the things all all that are what did, go back to 10 let me show you why he said this he said but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit okay 9 what eyes have not seen nor ear heard neither has he entered the heart of man uh huh the things which God had prepared for them that love him. Now God is saying this thing that God prepared once upon a time they were not known by any man. But he said that go on to 10. He said but God hath revealed them unto us by what? The Holy Ghost. Okay so the hidden things now they are not hidden again. Now they are available by who? The Holy Ghost. 
And he said, the spirit searcheth all things. That is his nature. He searcheth all things. See, if I want to know things about you, I need to consult the spirit that searcheth all things. That is why you don't just make friends. Can you see? You don't just make friends, oh. Search your spirit. Ask the Holy Ghost. He will search and let you know that he's a, he's a nice person, but he's not good for friends for now. Can you see this? All right. So he said, he set up all things. He said, yeah, the deep things of God. Then verse 11. For, look at it. For what man knoweth the things of man except the spirit of that man which is in him? You see? Except what? Where's the thing? Where's the spirit? In him. Ah. The spirit is in him. So you see, he's trying to tell you that the spirit is different from where it is. Can you see that? Yes, All right. So even so, if you understand this one today, a lot of things in your life will come to an end, I tell you. A lot of things. Listen, Satan is able to flow because of ignorance. And sometimes he pushes you into ignorance. So that the more you don't know, the Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 26, the Bible says that when you know the truth, the Bible says that you, you shall recover yourself from the snare of the, from the devil who took you by his own will. He said that they may recover themselves out of the snare, the trap of the devil who, who are taken captive by him at his will. Now when you go to the previous verse, you see he's talking about knowledge. Understanding knowledge. Okay, go back to the 1 Corinthians 2. Okay, so he said, uh-huh, said, even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Then in verse 12. Now. Say now. See when you read the Bible and you see these things. Charlie you, you must be jumping. He says we have. We have. We have received. Meaning you have it. Say I have. You have it. He said you have received. Not the spirit of this world. But the spirit which is of God. Do you have the Holy Ghost? That is why he's talking about. He said, now you have received. When you're reading your Bible, you might, listen, your spirit must respond to the word of God. When God says you have, you say, yes, I have. That's what we call faith. Faith is the response of your human spirit to the word of God. So God says, now we have received. So what do you say? God is saying, now we have received. What do you say? Oh, I have it. He said, the spirit which is of God. For what purpose? That we might know. No. Not the devil or the witch that is following me in my house. Not the witch in my hometown. Not who is behind the door. No. You have been given the Holy Ghost. Because there are a lot of things that you ought to know. He said that you might know all the things that are freely freely given to you. And today that's the problem with the church. We don't know what we have been given. But we know what is chasing us. The day you find what you have been, you have been given, the thing that chases you not, doesn't become your, your issue. Because Jesus told you that in his name you shall cast them out. That is all you do. You just keep casting them out. You cast them out. You don't have time for the devil. He is not a factor. The devil is not a factor. See, when I wake up every day, the things I focus on, I speak in tongues because the Bible says that if I speak in other tongues, I pray in the Holy Ghost. Why? 
because he's the one that will show me look instead of thinking about who's chasing your home pray that you might see visions and let the holy ghost show you all the things that are freely given to you so that you can enjoy and walk in them you are a christian you wake up early in the morning and you think you are in a battle when the battle has been won You know, people feel they are, they are Christians when they, are, when they fight the devil. That is when they feel they are Christians. Charlie, you can't say you can bump and not bump somewhere. Then they feel they are Christians. Do you know who a Christian is? You know who a Christian is? So see, this guy has received all the blessing. Now, this your soul your soul is the way you feel, the way you think, your conscience, etc. It is here. Now, here is where your feelings and your emotions, your emotions are here. By your feeling, the way you see, the way you hear, and so on and so forth. It is in your body. Can you see this? Now, when you study the word of God, or you hear the word of God, and you believe God's word, now, whatever is located in your spirit, is now released from your spirit into your soul. The Bible says that be ye transformed, metamorphosed, okay, like a butterfly from, from the pupa to the cocoon onto the butterfly. He says that you know you transform, you get transformed by the word of God. And then when this, the blessings enter into your soul, now your mind begins to agree to what is already in your spirit. The reason why we say you are blessed, but you are you, you don't feel like you are blessed. It's because your mind is not renewed to what is in your spirit. That is why it is you are not seeing manifestation. Now, if your mind is renewed and you believe what is in your spirit, now whatever is here moves from here and then it shows forth in your, in your body as manifestation. That is what Jesus told you in Mark eleven twenty four. 24. He said, when you pray, prayer is spiritual. He said, believe believe in your heart where is your heart it's not this one your spirit that you have received it and he said you will have it now he used two words you he said you have received you will have you have received you have why the receiving is in your spirit because it is our spirit that we used to receive now when you have is the manifestation now if you don't understand this mystery you will have dreams and see, you know, that maybe you, you, you have a car, you, have, you are married, you will go for prophetic meetings, they will prophesy to you and but there is no manifestation. You know why? The thing is hanging in your spirit. Your mind has not come to, you know, an agreement with what is in your spirit. It is like a man that sits by a tap and he is thirsty and he cannot open the tap to drink. You know, there is a valve your mind is your valve. Jesus said, if you don't renew your mind, there's no transformation. Now, he didn't say God will come and transform you. He said, you, be ye transformed. You. So how, how transformed do I want to get to? It's my decision. It's not God. I'm telling you, if anybody tells you God is still doing something today, it's a lie. Oh. If anybody tells you God is still speaking today, it's a lie. The Bible says that God, who in sundry times and in diverse manners, spake to our fathers by the prophet, has in these last days spoken. 
the word of God that came to work upon the earth to fulfill the intent, the mindset, the, the, the heartbeat of God. He came to complete everything. He is no more talking. When he was living, he put you in, he put you, you know, in charge. Just like he did to Adam. When he had created everything, he said it was very good. He handed over to Adam. Now listen, Adam did not enjoy, even though everything was given him. Now, the fact that you are born again does not necessarily mean that you enjoy. Enjoying what God has given you depends on you. Can you see this? How do I know that? Romans chapter 5 verse 17. Look at it. Now, listen. Why would God go through all these problems? It's not a problem. Why would he go through all these phases and chapters to do all these things? Because you see, before Jesus came into the world, everyone that lived, that he even chose them as his people, everything was not given to them. Read the book of, of Psalms. You will hear David's prayer. He's always calling on God to come and do things for him. He's always calling on God to bless him. He's always calling on God to bring him victory. He's always calling on God to come and scatter his enemies. But before God will do that, even David knows that if there's any filth around him, God won't do it. So he will say, God should search him. Huh? It's a song you sing today. Creating me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. David is allowed to sing that. Because you see, everything has not become new for him yet. The believer does not sing such a song like that. And he said, let not your Holy Spirit what? Don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Today, God does not take his Holy Spirit from you. Jesus said, when he comes, he shall be with you to the end of time. So you see, to say, to sing that song is to say, that what Jesus came to do, he did not finish it. But ladies and gentlemen, he finished it. I was reading, look, look, look at this psalm. I will show you this. Look at Psalm 88. I want, I'll just show you one. The language of David. Today you pray David's prayer. No. There is a prayer for you. The believers' prayers are different from the prayers of, of the people of old. <laughs> look, look at his prayer. Oh Lord God of my salvation, I have cried day and night before thee. This is the life some believers are living today. You think you must suffer. You think you must sweat. You think you must cry for God to be a blessing to you. No. No. A thousand times no. Look at it. Verse 3. Let's go to verse, We are going to verse 4. He says, for my soul is full of trouble and my life draweth nigh unto the grave. When we go through troubles, we don't behave like David. The Bible says, when we go through troubles, what do we do? We count it all joy. You see, our, our dispensation is different from, from that of David. Look at verse 4. He says, I am counted with them that go down into the pit. I am as, look, the guy is frustrated. 
because something is happening to him. He thinks he is going to die. That's how sometimes you say, Maybe I don't know what I'm going through. I wish I would die. And things so you, you are talking like the people of the old. Because maybe you have not been taught that when you go through trouble, we don't behave like that. We don't even talk like that. There is a way to speak when we go through trouble. We dance and we rejoice when we are still in trouble. The Bible says that in all these things, we are more than conquerors. In all these things, in all, there is a way we behave. There is a language we speak. See, the life of a believer is not up and down. It's not today you are up and you give all God and then you fall and you say, oh, in life, man must go. It is Jesus didn't live such a life. The life of a believer is forward and above. He that is born of God is above. And he that is from above is above all. Where do you come from? I come from above. I'm above all. Say I'm above all. Say I'm above all. We are coming to pray. Say I'm above all. I am above all. My life is not up. Today is good for me. Tomorrow is down. Then tomorrow is good for me. Then you are down. Listen, if you don't change your mindset, it does not matter who you are. It will deal with you like dealing with a class one person. It does not matter. Listen, born again, we don't live life from outside to inside. We live life from inside to outside. Why? Everything that you need for life has been deposited in your spirit. It is there. So you locate it by faith. Look at Philemon chapter 1 verse 6. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting print and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to leap from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.